Hey, today is a day to celebrate. There's a lot of great things to celebrate. I, I am learning. Uh, I have to do a better job of celebrating. Uh, in fact, when I was being uh, trained for uh, pastoral ministry, you go through this kind of ordination process, and and they require this like intensive counseling. One of the things that the counselor said to me is, "Bill, you have to do a better job of celebrating. You like hit these great moments, and then you just run right past them onto the next thing. It's like, okay, great, let's go. You know." And she, and she said, "You you're going to have to learn to celebrate better with your family. You got to learn to celebrate better with the church. And so today we're doing that. We're going to stop. We're going to celebrate because there's been so many good things. Uh, you heard there." Is uh, there are 32 people that are being baptized? I mean, that is incredible. Actually, I, I looked at my notes when I when I wrote my notes. I turned in my notes on Wednesday. It was at 24. Then at first hour it was 30. Then the next hour was 31. Then 32. And so uh, I don't know what we're actually going to be when we get to the beach today. We'll just see who we pick up along the way. Uh, one year we actually baptized someone that was at the wrong baptism. He was <laughs> he was at the wrong church. And so. Um, and uh, so anyway, we, uh, we're so thrilled to see uh, people express faith. It's been an amazing summer. Uh, we have seen just awesome camps and vacation Bible schools, and yet the, the fall is already starting to kick off this week. Uh, we kick off all our programs. Our, our women's Bible study filled this room already uh, on Wednesday. It's just been an amazing season, but we're also uh, recognizing we're kind of coming finally to the close of our Daring Faith uh, uh, building project. It was more than just a building project. I'll share that in a little bit at the end of the service. Uh, some of you have already done this, um, but we're going to assign these rocks, and, and they'll be part of it install uh, that we're, we're building here. Uh, we have a professional artist that's building uh, a, a memorial for us to, re to remember what God has brought us through. But we want to celebrate, and today's important that. So uh, actually, it was interesting. A few weeks ago, it was my wife's birthday. We were out at her dad's house, and we went to, uh, he lives out in Canyon Lake, so we went to this little restaurant in Menifee, and uh, it was like a cowboy barbecue place. And so you know how you, they ask you, are you celebrating anything? And we said, yes, uh, we're celebrating her birthday. You always are celebrating, right? Because you want the free dessert uh, that they're going to bring. And so uh, we had this great meal. They bring the free dessert. We're enjoying it. And then we weren't prepared for what happens next. They, 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 they rolled out on this cart, this giant saddle. And they said, Kimberly, come on out here. And she had to <laughs> jump up on the saddle. They sang this song. And they said, now give us a big yee-haw. And Kim's like, yee-haw. Like, this is so awkward. Like, I have to climb on this thing in front of it. So we won't be going there for any celebrations, but the food was great. So there's no saddles today, unfortunately, but we are going to celebrate. Uh, as Amy said, 31 people are being baptized. Just so you know, in my notes, I looked at my notes. I originally wrote 24, then 30, and then uh, 31, last service, now 32. So I don't know. By next service, maybe we'll be at 33 or more. Uh, so some of you are still thinking about it. Talk to us right after the service. But uh, here's what we're going to do. Real quickly, I'm going to show you a blessing in the scriptures that I want us to, to embrace. I think it's, it's a powerful word. You've heard, you'll hear this word. You've probably heard these words, but you've probably never thought about what these words meant. But a blessing that God wanted for his people, but then the, the same way as God brings his blessing in the lives of his people, we are meant to be a blessing. So here's our big idea. We're jumping right into things. Our big idea today is God has blessed us to be a blessing. I want you to see the unique way God wants to bless you. 
Uh, but then the unique way that as people understood what it meant to be God's people, how they were meant to then be a blessing to those uh, that they were around. And so we're going to look at a passage found in Numbers chapter 6. If you have a Bible or Bible app, you can turn to that. I'll put it here on the screen because we're going to move quickly. But number 6, 22 to 27. Uh, this was a blessing that Moses gave to Aaron and to the, the priest. They would lead it at the end of a service. And uh, I I want you to see this. Uh, they're amazing words. When you start to break it down, my guess is you've heard this probably in a church service or at a wedding or maybe a funeral or maybe like in you know some kind of media. But if you you probably never thought about what it was. You just it just felt like it was something someone just says and you kind of hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, stand, kneel, sit, whatever, and then you move on with your day. But if you understand each phrase and what it is that God wants for you, it is so powerful. It is so amazing. So let's, uh, let's read this together. And then I just want to share with you really quickly uh, what this is about. Because I think it's something you're going to want for yourself. You're going to pray it over your kids. You're going to pray it over our church. You're going to pray it over our community as well. Here was the prayer they were to end with. Uh, it says this, that the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And so they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. Okay, so uh, this is interesting because this is a benediction. Uh, uh, it would come at the end of their service. The word benediction means a good word. It, it means a, a good word to pronounce over them. So at the end of the service, they were told to, to pronounce this, uh, these words. Now, this idea of a good word that God wants, to, uh, we, we think back to the, to the creation story, right? So God is creating, and as he creates, what does it say? He says he would look at the creation, and he would say, is good. And he would see it was good. Now, I know when we hear that, we might get this feeling like God went, yeah, wow, I did a pretty good job, right? You kind of project yourself. Like I, I just uh, uh, trimmed a hedge at our house and I kind of, I got the, I, I mean, you should never give me things that have blades and plugs and I'm, I'm cutting it and I get to the end, I'm like, pretty straight. I mean, it's got a little ant at the end, but I, I call my wife over, I'm like, not bad, right? Not, not, that, the hedge looks pretty good. She goes, yeah, not bad. Not, so I think sometimes when we hear God looked at it and went, not bad. I did a pretty good job. Okay, now think about this. He is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-everything. He knows how to make good things, right? So he's not looking at it and going, look what I did. So what does it mean when he says it is good? It means that he, he delighted in it. He, he saw the creation and he saw what he was doing and he, he delighted in it. And so when he's looking at this and when he's coming to this point, it's this powerful moment where we see that when God, and it says twice that he, he then, he blessed the creation. Notice that phrase that you see there in the, in the first part. It says, the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. And the idea of blessing is well-wishing. It is wanting to give you good things. And I know we, get, we think this can get very dangerous in our Christian faith. We don't want to ask God for too big of things, or uh, we don't want to uh, tinker with that kind of thinking. But th this is what God wants. He wants good things for you. So one of the ways that we can think about this is uh, uh, Jacob, they're part of the story of God's people, is there's this man named Jacob. He has his 12 sons, and he's coming to the end of his life. 
He calls his sons together and he blesses them. And how does he bless them? Well, first we see he delights in them. And then with each of them, he's giving them something. He's not just saying, I, I, I love you, but I want to give you the things that will help you in life. And, and so this idea of blessing, when it says that God, uh, pray this, that he would bless us, is a way of seeing not only does God delight in us, but he wants to give us the things that will give us the, the kind of life that he wants for us. And we pray this. But notice the, the flip side to it. He says, bless you and keep you and keep you. Uh, that, that second part is the other side of the coin, where blessing is the giving of good things. The, the keeping part is to protect you from the bad things. It's to protect you from the things that could harm you. It is to keep you from your enemies. It's to, it's to watch over you. Uh, I, I came to a way of understanding this this week. Uh, uh, some of you know there's a lot of construction happening out here with the freeways. And so Magnolia is, it's just kind of crazy. You have to avoid it at all costs. It, it will back up. The traffic will back up from the light all the way to the church and from this light all the way back, uh, halfway back the block. And so uh, certain points of the day, when you see the traffic like that, there's a left-hand turn into the church, don't turn there. Go all the way down to the next place and make a U-turn, come down way safer. I've been here for over 30 years, and I've seen so many accidents in that spot, because here's what happens. The traffic stops, it's all backed up, someone wants to turn left, so they, they create a little lane there, right? And they wave you on, go ahead, I'm making room for you. So I'm in my car, I'm going to turn right on, uh, out of the church, head to Slater, just go all the way around, do the safe thing. There's a little gap there, I see the car has made a gap, uh, thinking he's being nice for me. I'm not realizing this, but what I actually realize is he's making a gap for the giant delivery truck that's getting ready to pull into the church. As the delivery truck, the, the Amazon truck, is coming into the church, here comes this little red sports car, 50 miles an hour, while everyone's at a dead stop, flying down, making a third lane, and I'm just holding my steering wheel going, and this is where it ends. Because they're coming together in this convergence point, and I'm stuck right there. I don't know how it happened, but somehow as they came, I just, I literally watched their faces as they just somehow swerved, missed each other and me at the same time. And we all just went, yes, I don't know how we did it. I don't know if there was an angel going like this or pushing away, but somehow, some way, uh, that we saw that the, it was just, you just felt like the Lord kept you. He protected us somehow, some way. It should not have happened that way. But that's what we see there. But then notice the next phrase is this, and I love this part. The Lord make his face shine on you. This is a prayer. This is part of the prayer. What it was asking is that God's presence, that his, this relational sense of his presence would be known by you. Now, now uh, one way to think of this, because I think for a lot of us, we would think of it this way, uh, the way in which we feel God's presence here with us now. But there's almost 300 people uh, together here now. And, and we could say, we, we feel like God's with us. But it was, it's more than that. Uh, maybe the best way to describe it is this. If you've ever been to, there's a little restaurant uh, called Full Moons, uh, serves sushi. It's right here in Fountain Valley. And if you've ever been there, it's this tiny little restaurant. It's probably half of a, a size here. You can pro anytime you go there, there's 30 to 50 people always in there. And you sit in these tiny little tables, and there's just the two of you kind of there. And I love to take my daughter there. Friday, I took my daughter there. She had this big day of school. I wanted to hear all about it. So I take her over there. And the reason, I, I, what I love is this, that there's this relational presence, that it's just 
I'm looking into her face and she's looking into my face. And, and, and all you really get is just the two of you together. And, and I'm present with 50 people at the same time, but my presence is with this one person. And this is the prayer, this is the blessing God wants for you. So you, you almost understand the song that Mitch and the team were leading you in, that when you experience that kind of face-to-face, that kind of, that, that closeness with God, you go, I don't even need your stuff. I just, I just want you. I just need you. This is, this is enough for me. And notice the phrase that goes with it, and be gracious to you. I mean, Moses had to think for a moment, this is a weird line, Make your face shine on us. You told me that no one can look at your face and live, and yet you want the blessing to be you shine your face towards us. We're going to melt like Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? And, and so, he, but, but the only way this line could have made sense. So the benediction at the end of the service would have been, they would have had moments where they had an offering, uh, uh, sacrifices, there was confession, there was an acknowledgement of sin, and, and asking for the grace of God. As Mitch said last week, it is the, it's mercy upon mercy upon mercy that we experience. And when we experience this mercy upon mercy upon mercy, what what we're asking is, oh, that we could experience the graciousness of God, the mercy of God over and over like the the waves in the ocean. Uh, I love one of the ways I see this happening. uh, 2012, we sent four women in our church. They had been uh, kind of... Uh, uh, dabbling a part of a group called Celebrate Recovery, we sent them to a summit uh, at Saddleback Church just to kind of learn more. How do, you, how do you build a Celebrate Recovery ministry? They came back just overwhelmed uh, with excitement and passion, and they spent a year uh, uh, working through this. Because what had happened is they experienced the graciousness of God working in their heart again and again, bringing them through these hurts, habits, hang-ups, and I look at this, uh, t- uh, tomorrow night uh, we'll launch, I think it's the seventh or eighth year, we're going to launch uh, a new year of our Celebrate Recovery. And I think about the hundreds of people who have experienced the graciousness of God, the power of God, the work of God, the blessing of God, to bring them out of those places of hurt, habit, and hang-up to, to experiencing the fullness of life that God has. So I want to invite you tomorrow night, come at 7 o'clock in the youth building, uh, first building on the campus. Uh, great things happen as people experience the graciousness of God. And then he says this, notice he says it again, the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Now that idea of peace is not just the absence of war or conflict, but it's wanting God's, it's this word shalom, it's the, the, the fullness of God's blessing, the fullness of God's life, the, the, the fullness of all that he wants for us, that he would, he would look towards us and give us all the, the greatness of what he wants and, and uh, envisions for our life. It's an incredible thing. And then you see this line, and I think this is one of the lines that I, I thought I have always read this blessing and I've always skipped the next line. But notice the next line. It says, he says that he will put his name on them. I'll put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. See, to put your name on them meant you are mine. Uh, today, 31 people, uh, God is going to put their, his name on them. 
We will baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will be putting the name of God on them to say that they belong to him. And when you belong to him, you are part of his family. One of the beautiful things that the the scriptures teach is that when we come to him in faith, that we're invited into his family. We become family, which means all his protection all his gifts and benefits, everything that means uh, that we are part of his family becomes ours. This is what he wants for us. He wants to bless you. He wants to protect you. He wants to be gracious towards you. He wants to turn his presence towards you so that you might experience the fullness of who he is and the fullness of what he has for you. This is amazing. It's an amazing blessing, and we have experienced that here. I think of uh, this uh, past season. So today, one of the things that we're going to invite you to do uh, as we, in just uh, four minutes, is uh, some of you might maybe already did this, but we're going to uh, invite you to grab one of these Daring Faith rocks. They're back right in that back corner there uh, on the patio, but to put your name on it and to add it into uh, an art installation that's going to go in at the end of October. We're going to have a permanent thing there, and, and your rock will be a part of that. But here's, here's why we're doing this, is, is this, is that there is, uh, there's a way in which God has been blessing us, and we want to acknowledge that, and we're going to create an Ebenezer. Three years ago, we began this process called Daring Faith, where we wanted to see what God could do through us. If we really gave him uh, all of our faith, we kind of put our faith on edge, not just faith, but daring faith, uh, uh, to grow in faith, to sow in faith, to go in faith. Those were the three things. And at last uh, uh, Sunday night, two Sunday nights ago, I think it was, we had 100 life group leaders in here, uh, women of the word leaders, uh, CR leaders. We had 100 small group leaders in here. There are over 100 people committed to you growing. And I look at that and think, Amazing. Amazing that there are so many people in the church so committed to helping you grow into all that God wants you to be. I think of, of those that have been willing to go in faith, and, and I think of the stories that are incredible, the, uh, the families that literally have picked up, they were sitting in the rows like this, and multiple people, multiple families who have left their careers to give themselves full time to the work of God so that particularly that God's name could go to the places that are, are unreached and unengaged. It is incredible to think of the number of people who are, have basically said, I don't know how we're going to do it, but I think this is what God is asking us to do, and so I'm going. And I think of even this building. I mean, we're standing literally, we're sitting literally on the prayers of, uh, that we've prayed uh, under the carpet, under uh, everything, uh, uh, behind the walls are the prayers that we wrote, the, the scriptures we wrote. Because this is, we didn't want to just build a building. We want to raise up disciples. We want to build leaders. We want to send missionaries. This, is, this kind of stuff is happening every day uh, in this building, and it will continue. Uh, they th- said we could raise $1.6 million. You raised $3.8 million. And I look at this because you continue to trust God and move in faith, daring faith. And so today's a day for us to remember that and to acknowledge that. And so as we do this, notice this. This is why this is so important. Uh, In Genesis chapter 12, uh, Abraham was told this. When God was starting his people, he said this. He says, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. King David, 
He prayed this uh, benediction over Israel. And listen to the words he says. He says, may God be gracious to us, bless us, make his face shine on us so that, what? So that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among the nations. May you bless us so that we can bless the world. And this is what we're going to pray for. See, this, I don't think God's done with us. I don't want us to create this, this memorial and go, wow, what a season. I think this is a moment where we stop and go, wow, what a season. But the best is still to come. God's got even bigger things. He's got even uh, greater things. He still has things for us that are beyond our imagination. And so a moment like this, I want you to know how important it is that we're going to be people who, who reach out to others. One of the guys that we're going to baptize in just a moment, do you, I don't know if you know this, but a five-year-old was praying for him. A five-year-old on his soccer team was praying for him. Our, our uh, kids' ministry gave him popsicle sticks where they'd write down the names of their 8 to 15, you know, we, the people in your life. And this one kid, Jed Primo, began to pray for this family. And, and we're going to baptize uh, his assistant coach today. If five-year-olds are praying and these kind of miracles are happening, don't you want to be a part of that? Uh, we have some, we're, we're going to be people who care about those who don't know J Jesus yet, and we're going to reach out to them, and we're going to make a difference in the lives of people who need our help. Uh, in just a, a moment, uh, or, uh, you're, or in the next uh, week or so, you're going to have a chance to sign up uh, to help our SHIP guests. SHIP is a program, we haven't had it for a couple years, but we're helping people out of homelessness. And, and they stay here, eight people that are going to stay here uh, for a season. We need, we need breakfasts, lunches, dinners. You can sign up to bring those, or you can sign up to be a chaperone. Uh, many life groups sign up, and they do dinner, and they have dinner with the guests. Find a way, or families do it as a way of teaching their kids how to, how to be compassionate. That's who we want to be. We have a Mexico trip coming up in November. That's what we want to be a part of, making a difference in the world. So here's how we're going to end this. There is a scripture I want to give you uh, as you think about uh, your rock, and it's found in Joshua uh, 24. So Joshua was a leader of God's people. He led them into the promised land. They get into this great moment of celebration, and then he says this. He says, you got to choose. From this day forward, what's it going to be? So he says this. He says, now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away your God, uh, the gods of your ancestors' worship beyond the Euphrates River in Egypt and serve the Lord. He says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So I'm inviting you to this. Uh, you may have already wrote your name on a rock and that's fine. And you can write your name, I guess, again, if you want to. But uh, when you write your name, when you place it in there, this is a moment just like that, to say, this moment on, we're serving the Lord. I'm serving the Lord. He's been so good. He wants such good things for me. He wants such good things for my family. This moment on, we are serving the Lord. And in faith, wherever you want to take us, whatever you want to do in our lives, that's what we want. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a moment just to quietly pray, and then I'm going to pray over you. You guys just slide out. You guys in the chairs, just slide up and turn, and we're all going to meet out on the patio here in two minutes. Or, well, take your time writing on the thing. In a few minutes, we're going to meet. We have some baptisms that we're going to do together to kind of close this service. But let's bow. Let's pray together.